Welcome back, everyone. We're Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, hardware releases, and the pleb sites. We are diving into the numbers, Nico. Let's do it. Number time. Brought to you by Noddle. Noddle makes some of the best Bitcoin nodes, like the Noddle Dojo. I'm holding it in my hand. It's made of metal. It's high quality. Remember, guys, if you don't run your own Bitcoin node, you are using someone else's. That So take your privacy seriously. Run your own Bitcoin node like the Noddle Dojo. Get one today. At the time of this recording, the block height is 732,458. The Bitcoin price, 40,580. Chain rewrite days, 741. Total public lightning capacity, 3,655.42. Moscow time, 2465. Blocks to the halvening, 107,542. And... The Samurai Whirlpool unspent capacity. Samurai Whirlpool is a coin join or collaborative spend. It is not a mixing service. And the unspent capacity in that pool is 4,517.16 BTC, Nico. The numbers, we, uh, we're experiencing a little bit of a pump here during our recording. It's a, it's a fake pump, but it's a pump nonetheless. It's just Bitcoin showing that it's alive. You know, it's like the little heartbeat. It's alive. It's alive. I'm here. I'm that, here. That is what <laughs> it's showing. I'm not. I'm not dead yet. But anyways, we got someone in the comments, Phil, uh -oh. and you know I always like to read them. Anyways, let me put it gallery view. Let me start reading this comment. It was by someone called Crypto Creep Crypto Kid. Um, and he says, wrong, even when your SPV wallet uses someone else's node, the requests use a bloom filter so the node does not see your transaction nor your balances. Now, here's the thing, whether you're using a bloom filter or whatever, crypto kid, the matter of fact is that when you, in order for you to check your Bitcoin balances, right? Guess what? You have to send your addresses corresponding to the addresses that you're sending to them. How else would they check your balances, right? Now here's the thing. Just by having the address, right, of the of the of the addresses that you request to their node to send them back to you, just by having those addresses, you could track every single transaction that you have done from that address. You're sending your addresses to someone else's node they can imply from that that those addresses obviously belong to you and they can also see which ip you're coming from unless you're using a vpn the point is you should not be doxing your pub files or your addresses to anybody which is exactly why you should be running your own goddamn bitcoin node Anyways, and it also gives you voting power, right? Because back in the day, when back in 2017, when the whole block wars thing was happening, part of the reason that us, us, you know, plebs were able to win the block size war was because enough people were running their own nodes and therefore get to got to decide which software to run and which software not to run we we all know how that ended up right bitcoin cash lost be it bitcoin sv lost and bitcoin won so running your own node not only gives you voting power it also gives you sovereignty and control over your own privacy your own wealth it lets you be your own bank 
if you're using someone else's, you're at the behest of that person. So, Crypto Kid, I think you're wrong, bro. But anyways, feel free to comment on this video and tell me what you think. Phil? Yeah, I can look, I can appreciate his comment. I obviously I don't think that, you know, you're wrong. Um, but I, I think that the point here is is that regardless of the privacy measures that you take, you shouldn't be advocating for using someone else's node. Like using someone else's node in order to check your Bitcoin or to, you know, do any transactions or to be able to verify any transactions. Um, it, it's just, that's something that you should only do if you really have no choice. You know, like I, that, that's why that solution exists, right? It is a solution, but in no way, shape or form, um, is it a, you know, like an argument point to say, oh, well, you know, because I'm using these privacy tools, it's okay that I'm connecting to someone else's node to do all of my quote unquote Bitcoining. I, I just don't, I, I can't buy that. So I can appreciate his comments about the privacy, but never, I mean, you're, look, you're you should still, be running your own node. There is like, full stop. You're still <laughs> doxing. You're still doxing yeah. those addresses. Those addresses, you have to send it to some to another node which has a copy of the Bitcoin blockchain in order for, for them to tell you what the balance of those corresponding addresses are, right? That's just a matter of fact, right? So do you want people having that information where if you run your own node, no one knows anything? No one knows what your balances are. No one knows, you know, who you're transacting with. Because think about it. If someone has your address, they could essentially track what that address does, right? So that's what I mean by tracking transactions. You should always run your own node. You could either build one or you could buy one that's already made, like the Noddle. It's a great one. We both, Phil and I, have both used it ourselves. But anyways, Phil, do we have enough time for a number? No. That was, I think that was a whole good segment. We went, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we could save it. Save it for tomorrow. I just, I don't know if we went either too short or too long. Anyways, let me show this real quick, but we'll go, we'll rush through this, Phil. Okay, so check this out. Distribution of Lightning payments volume in 2022. The majority were private payments. That's wow. absolutely awesome. Trading slash deposit withdrawals. Honestly, I hope that goes up. And merchant payments and gift cards. Really, really cool. And uh, last one, right, uh, payment volume and payment count on the Lightning Network. And it continues to do what we've been saying for a uh, 410% year over year growth. Lightning Network is going parabolic. So the price might be stuck in time like it is today. But in the background, a lot of big things are happening. Phil, very quickly, what are your thoughts? Dude, that just made me super bullish. Okay, look, just very quickly, this is Signal, okay? While everybody's paying attention to the noise, everyone's watching the political scene, the wars, the interest rates, oh my gosh, the economy, guess what? The Lightning Network is continually growing, okay? So people are putting their liquidity at work and they're building apps on Lightning, so. Bullish! I'm a happy camper. Anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily Fail. Brought to you by Amber App. Check them out, amber.app. Look, we're sitting at 40K, we're all stacking. I don't think it really makes a difference. 20K, 60K, we're stacking. Low fees, fair spread, smart automation, a stacking app by Bitcoiners. The link is down below. Amber, the smart way stack sets. You know, 
when we all think of when we all think of fairy tales, usually we think of some really nostalgic time. We think of something wonderful. But you know what? This shitcoin, this platform, just gave us gave us something to think about. Okay, I remember really enjoying Jack and the Beanstalk yeah. when I, when I used to hear that story as a kid. Unfortunately, it, I'm sure it didn't end in a rug pull, though. I don't remember the rug pull at the end of the story. I remember Jack cuts down the beanstalk and becomes the hero and lives happily ever after. But in this case, something went wrong. Anyways, let's dive into it. We got tagged by so many people. We got tagged by ICD Osanot. We got tagged by Hans Films. Tagged by a whole bunch of plebs. Anyways, really appreciate it, guys. Let's dive into what happened to the Beanstalk Farms Protocol. All right, so this is a tweet, a tweet storm from Frank Researcher. The new popular bean stock farms protocol lost 181 million in today's exploit, but the attacker only gained 76 million. I'm also reading 80 million, so just giving everybody a heads up that it's it's approximates. Let's figure out what happened. Now, before I dive into this, I just want to let you know for the bit, you know, almost everybody, I'd say 99% of the people that watch this are Bitcoin only, and I know that there's some that, do shitcoin, but I apologize for the brain melting that is about to happen. Okay. Yeah. Because this is, there's a reason why we don't waste our time shitcoining. There's a reason why we call it a casino and a clown circus and all this stuff. Let's dive into it. All right. The main protocol contract has been completely emptied. User funds have been withdrawn. 36 million bean 0.54 ETH bean uni V2 LP tokens, 33 million in ETH and 32 million in bean 79.2 million in bean three CRVF curve tokens, 1.6 million bean L USD curve LP tokens okay the exploiter was funded from the synapse protocol bridge after that they created the bip 18 proposal to donate 250k bean to ukraine which was faked before execution okay so people are reading somewhere that this this attacker uh, donated to, to ukraine that that was never true it never actually went through <laughs> Okay. Um, they used a flash loan once again, right? We've mentioned the flash loans in almost every single one of our exploits. What a shock. They used a flash loan to get 350 million DAI, 500 million USDC, and 150 million USDT from Ave, 32 million Bean from Uniswap 2, and 11.6 million LUSD from SushiSwap. So they just used all the platforms and just cleaned out as much as they could. Further, they deployed and voted for a fake BIP 18 that moved all the funds from the from the protocol contract to the exploiter. The next step was removing liquidity, repaying flash loans and converting all received funds into 24.8 thousand wrapped ETH, approximately 76 million that went into Tornado Cash, which is some shitcoin mixer. Now, I want you guys to keep in mind, somebody was able to do this. Somebody was able to create a set of rules that forced all the money out of the protocol contract and directly to their own wallet. Okay, that I just anyways, this is absolutely mind boggling. Okay, so we're just going to dive into this little piece of an article that relates to this story, right? So this is essentially this is more details about the hack. So the case was not a technical hack per se, but an exploitation of a design flaw in the governance procedure. All these shit coins, many of them have these stupid governance tokens, and so many of them get rugged as a result of them. The same governance procedure that put Beanstalk in position to succeed was ultimately its undoing. Oh, my gosh, who would have thought? 
So-called flash loans are made when users borrow massive sums of stable coins without any collateral. That's right. Zero skin in the game and was able to go and withdraw millions of dollars. Now, look, in the traditional in a traditional uh, trading system, there is something called naked shorting. Okay, so essentially this person was able to go and withdraw all of that liquidity without providing even remotely close the amount of liquidity, if any at all. Okay. Now, in the world of stocks, there's something called naked shorting. Naked shorting is an illegal practice of short selling shares that have not been affirmatively determined to exist. Ordinarily, traders must borrow a stock or determine that it can be borrowed before they sell it short. So naked shorting refers to short pressure on a stock that may be larger than the tradable shares in the market. Okay. So before we move to the next fail, what this has to do with is essentially this person was able to out of absolutely nothing gain over $80 million worth of liquidity and pull it out in traditional stocks. You could never pull this type of shenanigan because number one, it's been made illegal and they put they put circuit breakers in so that that actually can't happen. OK, you can't sell shares you don't own. But this person was able to sell shit coins they didn't own. Okay, so again, we, we go back to something we were talking about yesterday. You know, we're not a fan of regulations, you know, but at the same time. There is a reason that you can't pull this shit on Bitcoin. Okay, this is shenanigans. This is fuckery. Okay, there is no need for this. You absolutely can gamble. Okay, but it can be done on a proper platform where you don't get rug pulled. Anyways, I, I just I, I definitely feel for the people, you know, that, that get screwed in this stuff. But we, we keep telling everyone, you know, these are not safe platforms. This is not the future of money. DeFi is just a made up term. OK, by a bunch of charlatans, scammers. Yeah. OK. And this and the fleecings just keep coming. Anyways, no your thoughts on this one, dude. I think you fucking nailed it, Phil. I, I spot on. And you said something really, really wise. Right. Which like you always do, which is essentially um, this doesn't happen in Bitcoin. This does not happen in Bitcoin. Right. So don't let these people. And this is why we dedicate an entire portion of this show, because YouTube is literally a sea of shit coinery and a sea of people that are willing to peddle and willing to make you believe that cryptocurrencies are equivalent to Bitcoin. Bitcoin, no one controls it. The monetary policy Satoshi figured out how to separate the monetary policy away from humans. They tried to take it back during the fork wars. They failed unsuccessfully, I might add. With all the other shit coins, whether it's a smart contract, whether it's a DAO, whether it's decentralized finance, which really isn't decentralized, right? It is controlled by an elite group of human beings that have significant influence over that money right whether it's you know the deflationary infinite inflationary policy of ethereum of italic wanting to make it proof of stake and never being able to whether it's brad garlinghouse attacking or the xrp guys attacking bitcoin because it's not environmentally friendly right or whether it's one of these fucking DAO creators that, you know, put some nefarious little code, a backdoor into that so that they could just drain those those accounts. Man, 
the point is, is that this doesn't happen in Bitcoin and happens in all the other shit coins. This is why we cover it. I hope some of you, at least a small fraction, could learn, you know, especially because Phil and I have made these mistakes and Phil and I would both have significantly more Bitcoin today if we did, if we avoided the shit coining altogether, right? And dude, there's that really, there's that really famous picture, that really famous meme we showed you a couple episodes ago. I'm going to try to find it. I'll, I'll pull it up. But anyways, Phil, what is the next fail? All right. Here we go. This is it just gets cringier, man. The central bankers are completely insane clowns and we just keep getting hosed. Here we go. Here we go. Let's take a look at this tweet from the Bank of International Settlements. Get ready, Nico. The um, the the mental gymnastics are, are just off the chart. CBDCs can help overcome some barriers facing the unbanked. Right, Augusta, uh, Augustin Carsons and HM Queen Maxim of the Netherlands, the United Nations Secretary General, uh, Secretary General's special advocate for inclusive finance for development. Okay, I want you to think about that. Inclusive finance for development. Like, see, this is the great thing about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is completely voluntary. It is the most inclusive currency in the world. And these people, these people cannot... Because they, they know that they are completely useless without it. Now, I want you to think about this because this is really the, the signal here. They can help some barriers facing the unbanked. And they want to be inclusive, right? But also them, also them, Bank of International Settlements considered the Central Bank of Central Banks said on Thursday it was suspending the Bank of Russia, deepening Moscow's financial isolation over its war in the Ukraine. The access of the Central Bank of Russia to all BIS services, meetings, and other BIS activities has been suspended. So the, the mental hypocrisy that we end up going through from these insane central bankers, I, I think is detrimental to everyone. These people, they are not helping the unbanked. They are not inclusive. This is an exclusionary system, okay? That, that, that's exactly what this is. And of course, Nico, you know me, I, I had no choice. I had to respond something, right? Like I, I get totally triggered by this crap. Um, tell us in detail how an exclusionary centrally controlled system which helped create the unbanked will somehow help them to be not unbanked, okay? And that is, the honest to God truth, their system, their exclusionary system is what actually creates these different pockets of unbanked people. How the hell are you going to help them? They're not. It's a story. It's a fairy tale that we all watch. And for some reason, there's a giant portion of the population that chooses to believe in this. And for me, like, I actually find it much more uncomfortable to believe in a complete fairy tale <laughs> from a bunch of psychotic central bankers that are literally buying up the world for fractions of a penny from everybody, stealing it, essentially stealing it from everyone without anybody knowing it, than take my chances with, with something like Bitcoin yeah. that everybody participates in, that 
everybody can have a fair shot at storing their value. Remember, not everyone is going to earn necessarily the same amount of Bitcoin. Everybody has a different capacity for earning. There's nothing wrong with that. We are all different humans. But what's important is that every single one of us, regardless of our intelligence level, our class, whatever the fuck it is, okay, we can store our value equally. Yes. And yeah. this is what matters. And these people are complete freaking enemies of mm -hmm. this freedom. Mm -hmm. Because it goes back to what I was saying. And Phil, you did an excellent job, by the way. It goes back to what I was saying yesterday in terms of the central planning ideology of these institutions. Whether it's the IMF, right? where the head of the IMF literally graduated from the University of Karl Marx, right? I, I wish I wish that could be a joke, but it's not, right? Whether it's kind of the central plant. Think about it. Central banking. It, it has it in the name. <laughs> central banking. Why? Because it's centrally banked, centrally planned, right? Or this idea that millions upon millions upon millions of individuals, and now they have the tool in order to do that without a central party, are able to make better decisions about themselves. And time and time again, it had showed, right, that central banking, that sorry, that centrally planned things fail. The free market, millions of individuals making their own decisions does better. But before Bitcoin, that was almost impossible, right? There had to be a central institution. After Bitcoin, these people are no longer needed and that's why they're literally running around like a chicken with the head head cut off right metaphorical headless chickens <laughs> but you guys get my point right so and and look i'm gonna read you a, a save to draft tweet right which kind of like encompasses a little bit of what what, what phil was saying and it, it says politicians weaponize slash politicize the money also politicians surprise countries want to drop that money surprise citizens don't want to use that money in the first place right versus bitcoin where people use it following their own incentives no coercion required why because it it, it keeps your value over time and these central planners they need you to use the money that steals from you in order for them to fund themselves and the bureaucracy but anyways Phil, I think that was a good bit. That, that, that was definitely good, but I just wanted to add one thing, okay, which it, it just blows my mind. If you have to tell people that a system is inclusionary, then, then it's not. Like, I just don't and, see and that. Why like, they like you fight, don't have to tell and people why they fighting, can participate. Phil, why are they fighting? Why are they fighting Bitcoin <laughs> so much and pushing their exclusionary system? Because it's not about inclusion. It's about fucking power. And they hide behind that moral virtue, bro. It is bullshit. Anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Citadel 21. They make the best Bitcoin cultural zine. It's stories, articles, comics by actual Bitcoin plebs. And this is volume 10. It just came out. This is volume 11. Every volume has different artwork, but they're scarce. There's only a thousand copies made per, per volume. So get your print of Citadel 21 today before they run out. Alright, everybody. First meme is brought to us by Ronin, a modern Ronin. I like that. Brad, sell me this Bitcoin. 
do me a favor. Write down all the assets you own that can be confiscated. I can't think of any. Exactly. Oof. Very nice. Very Come nice. On. Okay. Uh, Dr. Bitcoin MD, shout out, friend of a show. Pictured shitcoiners thinking they're doing something remotely challenging and worthwhile. <laughs> This is great uh, for anyone who doesn't get it. I, this is an amazing series. It's called the yeah. Queen. It's called the Queen's Gambit on Netflix, and it's about this like this young woman uh, chess protege, right? <laughs> but here she's no. playing checkers, right? Because it's making fun of the shit coiners. Anyways, um, anyways, Lena Sish, you, you bring the fire, right? Samson Mao, you found yourself an awesome fiance. Good for you, brother. Happy Easter, help. The little hodlers find the missing Bitcoin Easter eggs for a chance to win a very special plushie. See below. I'll pick a winner among those who find all five Easter eggs. So you guys could do that on your own time. But the point is, let's check it out. It's a cool little. Oh, I found one right here. Yeah. One Easter egg. Oh, I got oh, another. I found another one. Two. Three, four, five. I found them all. Anyways, moving on. Uh, This is by uh, Half Tip Darf Coin. I identified myself as a psychopathic, toxic, coin maxi killing bankers. I am a fixer. Dude, that is that is freaking great, man. That's a beautiful piece of art. All right, moving on. Next one by Patrick. Um, Let's check it out. Definitely a fellow pleb. It's time to go. My fellow memer pleb, memer pleb, in the trenches with the with Meme us Lord. fighting the trench warfare. It is time to go. Wait, is my son winning? <laughs> Always <laughs> has been. Absolutely hilarious. All right, moving on. Another one by Lena Sheesh. Um, I want to access my stolen money. Stolen by Sal. My stolen by Sal. I want to access my money. No. I want to invest my money. No. I want to save my money. No. I want to fix the money. No. Oh, and he changed because he's a Bitcoin Cash supporter. He changed the Bitcoin to Bitcoin Cash. Wow, Sal. That's some. So not only he uh, no, it. he sucks. We we wow. shouldn't be showing wow. his meme. Okay. I I, I didn't I didn't notice the last part. Anyways, uh, the okay. fiat the fiat surveillance economy home mining. <laughs> That's Dude, pretty well done. So freaking good. Awesome memes. For that, for those awesome memes, I'm going to give this. Can't go wrong with this score. It is an orange special edition open Ooh. dime. It says you gave the, me one. Yep, I did. On the back, it says legal tender on the blockchain in some question mark, in some countries, question mark. <laughs> the well, trolling. Man. The trolling is great. Shout out, MVK. Anyways, feel Philippe, Philippe, what would you give those memes? Oh, get ready. Okay, so look. Those were awesome memes. And for those memes, I am going to give it this very rare, or I think it's rare, um, an awesome sticker by an awesome Bitcoiner, Evan Kaloudis. I'm talking about Zeus. That's right. Mm. It's an awesome Zeus sticker. Very good good high-quality sticker, too. Good. Good. It's got, like, multiple layers on it. Good good scores for some good memes overall. Thank you, plebs. Thank you for thank you for joining our Telegram group. Link us some dank, dank, dank Bitcoin memes to review. If you haven't already done so, the link is down below. It's a dank Telegram group. You're not going to want to miss it. It's the, it's the official Simply Bitcoin channel. Very cool stuff. And, of course, make sure to comment, comment, comment. Help us defeat the shitcoin <laughs> shitcoin casino on YouTube. Help us defeat those channels. 
try to help us push the pleb signal of course make sure to subscribe to us on alternative video platforms like rumble.com and our personal favorite bitcointv.com they don't censor there because it's bitcoin tv anyways phil it's time for the daily news brought to you by cryptocloaks.com they make the best 3d printed bitcoin merch like the famous 3d printed bitcoin honey badger opens up you put your favorite hardware wallet in there it also comes in three different sizes this is medium there's a bigger one there's a smaller one really cool stuff you're going to want to get this and you can take advantage of the link down below to get five percent off anything off the cryptocloaks.com online store all right everybody so if you've been keeping up with this show i've been telling you that bitcoin really in the last six months to a year has become political that means that pol politicians are going to try to embrace it to try to get elect elected themselves right you have high profile ones like senator ted cruz right you have elizabeth warren on the other side trying to fight this right and you have a you have um uh governor ron DeSantis. that's actually it, he could he is a good he's He's a potential Republican candidate for president that actually has a chance of winning the nomination. And this guy, right, supports Bitcoin. That's absolutely huge, right? So anyways, um, the reason I want to talk about this today, because this was huge, first of all. I'm fine with making Bitcoin legal tender in the U.S. That's, I think, the highest profile po uh, American politician that has said something like this. But I would also like to remind everybody, right, that remember, Bitcoin is a nonpartisan issue. This is bipartisan, helps both sides, right? Helps the side, the, the right in the, in the sense that sovereignty, independent, you know, get away from me government. And then it helps the people on the left because it helps the people that get most hurt by inflation, right? Which is the lower, the lower uh, end of the economic spectrum. Phil? And it is inclusive, it's right? Very like that, inclusive. This is what people, yeah, like it doesn't have to be sold, right? Like it Correct. is inclusive. Anybody can vol voluntarily join or leave the network. Correct, right? And so it's it's very inclusionary. It, you know, it protects, it, it helps people that are in different places all around the world that don't have access to a stable currency. So this helps both sides of the political political arena. The problem is, right, is that there has been a troubling trend that I'm going to give ourselves credit. It's something that Phil and I picked up very early on. And to my surprise, it was actually mentioned at the Bitcoin conference. I'm going to play a, a clip of that in a little bit. But anyways, let's check this out because I agree with this article. This is how Phil and I feel about this. No, Ted Cruz, Bitcoin is not anti-leftist. Bitcoin is apolitical. I completely agree with that. Right now on Canada's Freedom Convoy protests, Republican Senator Ted Cruz triumphantly took to the stage to embrace Bitcoin in a recent highly publicized CPAC event. We've played you that video, by the way, back in the day. In a typically pro-Republican tirade, Cruz blasted his political opponents from Justin Trudeau to Elizabeth Warren to the Chinese Communist Party for opposing Bitcoin because of the desire to control the financial freedom and civil liberties of people. The only problem with Cruz's anti-leftist spin on Bitcoin is that it is dressed up in pure partisan malarkey. 
Bitcoin does not care about your politics. It is not against the progressive left or the conservative right or the political center. Bitcoin is apolitical and bipartisan. Its decentralized nature means that no entity can alter its network unless it gains broader consensus. If Bitcoin is for anyone, it is for the individual. I completely 100% agree with that. But here's the thing. Bitcoin also has this unintended feature, right? That it, te it, it tends to shine the light of truth on everything. I suspect that a lot of politicians on the political right and on the political left, they might hide behind certain things, but in reality, their quest is for, for power. So perhaps what we're seeing is not necessarily a pushback from a lot of the politicians on the left pushing back this idea of, you know, oh, this is better inclusive, inclusive money. Perhaps they're pushing back because Bitcoin is a threat to them, right? So I agree with this article because this is what Bitcoin actually is, but you can't deny that more politicians on the political left have been against it. Not only have they been against it, we were actually some of the we were actually one of the first bitcoin channels to identify this worrying trend and to my surprise it was actually mentioned at the bitcoin conference let's check it out so knowing that they'll be pushback and looking back on the last decade of policy not at that speed <laughs> so knowing that there'll be pushback and looking back on the last decade of policy interactions between uh, the Bitcoin industry and the broader crypto industry and Washington. Uh, certainly where we sit at Kraken, we've been involved in this conversation, but the thing that we've uh, seen start to change the most is the partisanship over these issues, the partisanship over crypto. Um, when the industry writ large started to engage in DC, it, we, we seemed better received by those on the right side of the aisle. The, the, it, it, it was the Republicans that, that, that were first uh, welcoming of this new technology and of the industry being built around it. We've started to see that change a little bit. We've started to see some bipartisanship, um, but it's clearly not there yet. Bitcoin, specifically Bitcoin and crypto broadly, it's still not a bipartisan issue. Do you think we're headed in the right direction or is this doomed to be a polarized partisan discussion? I think we're heading in the right direction. All right, I'll pause it there. You know, that's Cynthia Lummis, you know, saying a political answer. I agree. I definitely think that there is more, you know, bipartisan work. Right. Um, and, you know, Dennis Porter, who's also a content creator, you know, he's he's on the traditional political left and I know that he's been making some moves but the point that I'm trying to make right is that I agree with this article 100% but Bitcoin is shining a light of truth on certain things so the question that I have to a lot of you know the political senators on the left hand side in the United States and here's a great website that really shows where everyone stands for pro crypto senators republican 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 senators against crypto democrat 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 there's one republican and there's another democrat so again it is a bipartisan issue 
This this helps both sides of the political parties, right? But perhaps some people on the political party would rather maintain power than actually help those people that, you know, would benefit from something like Bitcoin. I don't know. And here's the thing, right? It, it, this isn't a black and white issue, right? I know that there's Republican senators that wouldn't benefit from a Bitcoin standard, right? But clearly there's a trend here and that trend is disturbing for me, you know? And at the same time, I think it's a really big deal that a very big mainstream U.S. politician is would be open to making Bitcoin legal tender. That is absolutely massive. I'm just concerned, once again, why is this becoming partisan if it helps both sides of the aisle politically? Is this Bitcoin shining the light of truth again? What do you think, Phil? Yeah, I um, so look, Bitcoin exposes all of our incentives. And the politicians, they're no different, right? They may be close to the money spigot. See, without Bitcoin, it was fantastic because their incentives wouldn't have to get exposed. If they, if they paid enough money, they paid the right people, you never find out what the incentives are because the stories get spun in a specific way and everybody goes on happily ignorant. But with Bitcoin, they can't do this. So the, the, Republicans, on the, uh, the, the Republicans that support Bitcoin... Um, for the reasons of quote-unquote freedom, if they aren't truly aligned with these personal freedom ideals, it's quickly going to be found out um, if and when Bitcoin becomes legal tender in the U.S. Um, in terms of the Democrats, right? Um, look, I, I think the beautiful thing, as you've said, right, as we've said multiple times, Bitcoin is a political, but that doesn't mean that every single human being isn't going to try to use it in the way that they desire. And that doesn't mean that the politicians aren't going to use it in the way that they desire. So look, I believe, you know, from what I've seen, I, I believe that, you know, the, 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 the leftists and the rightists who, um, who require the money spigot and require the money printing at some point, if they even if they support Bitcoin, it's going to come out that but, but, they're but, fakes. But 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 think about because yeah. and and think about how much the 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 modern left wing parties rely on wealth redistribution. But there I, are some. But there are some right. Some people right. And again, they may be the less popular platforms. They maybe they don't believe in the wealth redistribution but those are the silenced ones i think those are going to be the lefties that come out in really strong support of bitcoin to say you know the, what this the, really the, does the, fulfill the what reason, we want the reason but they're going to be silenced the reason i bring this up phil is yeah. because that would explain why there's more pushback from the political left in the united states because bitcoin really does right because the left is all about big government state control right is that could that be a reason as well right because it's like and, and and then it goes back to bitcoin shining the light of truth on everything are these with these people on the left because there is more that's not speculation it's a factual thing are these senators on the political left more concerned about including the little guy and helping the little guy or are they more concerned about keeping power it applies to both sides, but I'm, I'm aiming that question directly to 
our friends on the left. As we have this conversation, okay, I'm thinking that we are, are being a part of the problem between the left and the right. Maybe what we need to do is reframe this as the politicians that are for the money spigot and the ones that are against the money spigot and pro-Bitcoin. I'm serious, because this way we can totally screw everyone that talks about the difference between the left and the right, because at the end of the day, all we care about are the politicians that are truly for Bitcoin and not for the money spigot. Yes. So, yes. you know, like maybe, I don't know. I don't no, know. I just, I, I get, I, I get I, really I, frustrated when they, when, when the politics gets dragged into this shit, because you, look, what, what people don't understand is that there's a lot of ignorant, there's a lot of ignorance out there, right? And there's a lot of people paying attention to the corporate owned media. So they get swayed by these stupid arguments that make no sense. So I, I just, anyways, and Bitcoin is already a very niche, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's already a very niche thing. So they're going to be able to like, I, I feel like they're going to be able to bullshit a lot. Anyways, yeah. no, no, I agree, man. A lot of bullshit. We'll, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to be on trot. We're, we're, I, and I tell this Phil, to Phil to Phil all the time. This is going to end up becoming a little bit more of a political channel as time goes by because Bitcoin is going to continue to become more and more fucking political, right? Which is why we cover so much geopolitics, so much you know news in that sense. Because, dude, you know, if 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 we really want to separate money from state. Obviously, politics are involved in that process, right? right. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll try to make it entertaining. Next one, another example of how Bitcoin fixes this. It helps the individual. Excellent, uh, excellent, um, excellent article by you know Tyler Durden. I think the original was, it might have been by Sam Callahan. We had him the other day. But anyways, so we'll give the proper credit where credit is due. Uh, but anyways, the name of the article on Zero Hedge, the Turkish Liros Freefall and the Bitcoin Parachute. 2021, and we've been reporting on this for quite a while, 2021 was a rough year for the people of Turkey. The country experienced rapid devaluation of, the of its currency, the lira. Things haven't improved in 2022 as the lira has suffered since Russia's invade invaded Ukraine as sanctions and export bans have resulted in soaring commodity prices. According to official government reports, Turks are now suffering 54% year-over-year -year inflation, the highest in 20 years. That is absolutely devastating. If you're not making, as a Turk, if you're not making 54% more of your salary, then you're losing money. You, you, made mo you made less money last year. This is what's happening in the U.S., but not to these magnitudes. Um how did Turkey get here? To put it simply, since 2012, Turkey has suffered from taking on a large debt burden coming out of the recession. And this goes back to one of Satoshi's quotes. Why does Bitcoin fixes this? The root problem with conventional currency is all the trust that's required to make it work. The central bank must be trusted not to debase the currency, but the history of fiat currency is full of those breaches. This quote is 10 years old and get and look at this. They're doing it once again. Anyways, um, and what are the consequences of, of the excessive money printing by the government? The, it's not the government that pays the conse consequences. It's the people of Turkey. Anyways, here are eight ways that the Turkish authorities have tried to combat inflation so far. Price fixing. 
in mid-January, the central, which we know doesn't work. Why does price fixing not work? Because you take away the profit incentive. If I'm not incentivized by that pursuit of profit, then essentially what you're doing is communism, right? Make this, you know, just because make this, right? And that doesn't work, right? So um, they dropped foreign reserves, right? Uh, they measured aim at uh, by forcing companies to keep some of their rever- uh, to re- uh, revenues in, in liras, so not to dump the lira. Uh, Turkish Sovereign Wealth Fund re- uh, recently injected $2 billion, so print even more money, to combat investors hoarding dollars to protect. You hear how crazy that sounds? To combat hoarders, so to co- for the for the Turkish state to combat its own citizens from trying to save their wealth, announced that that automatically, if you had dollars in Turkish accounts, they would automatically be converted into liras to help you. Do, do, do you do you see how absurd the state money serves the state? It serves no one else. All it does is steal from you. Anyways, how does Bitcoin fix all this? I'll tell you. How are the people of Turkey protecting themselves? Much to the dismay, again, much to the dismay of the president, the, the people of Turkey did not heed his call to sell all their gold and dollar holdings to protect the falling lira. The Turkish people are instead seeking refuge from the inflating lira in various stores of value like real estate, gold, dollars, and Bitcoin. 39% said that they would invest in gold, 18% that they would hold dollars, 14% said they would hold cryptocurrencies. I would love for those numbers to go up, and I suspect they will go up over time, and let me tell you why with this passage. The fall of the Turkish lira is a prime example of why 13 years ago Satoshi invented Bitcoin. Embedded in the Bitcoin network Genesis blocks, Satoshi sent a message that this creation was a possible solution to central banking and the easy money policies plaguing the world. Unlike gold and the dollar, the Turkish individual does not need to trust a third party to access to the wealth-preserving asset. No longer do they need a bank bank account to protect themselves against inflation. On top of that, unlike gold and the dollar, Bitcoin cannot be easily seized by authorities. And check this out. Check what would have happened if a Turk started saving in Bitcoin versus the lira. Check this out. For the last two years, Bitcoin has outperformed the lira by 768% (laughs) compared to the dollars 100%. So yeah, man. They're crazy. Honestly, to me, reading that, Phil... Countries, governments, states have no problem holding their entire populations hostage if it means keeping up their fiat Ponzi game alive to feed the bureaucracy. And this is what I mean by the the, the incentives are not aligned between governments and the people that they're supposed to serve. And this is why... The state and the money have to be separated. The incentives are not aligned. The Turkish president literally admitted right then and there that he is literally willing to take people <laughs> to combat hoarders. You mean combat people trying to save money because of the policies that you implemented printing too much of that money? 
and they trusted in you not to do that, you did that anyways, and them trying to save themselves, you punished them even more by converting money that's supposedly theirs into your shitcoin, of which you printed infinite, an infinite amount of, which caused inflation that hurted your people. Like, what the f*** is that shit? It is madness. And there's another example. Satoshi nailed this. He nailed it in the Genesis block. Chancer on the brink of the second bailout for banks. Ever since then, there have been, I can't think of how many fucking bailouts. And I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be another bailout here. Sri Lanka, we reported two or three days ago. Another country going bottom up. Like, dude. And who loses in all of this? The everyday common Joe. They get fucked. While the government, the politicians, no, they're fine. Because they're at the top of the money spigot, baby. They don't get hurt. So, yeah, man. This is what we mean about the peaceful revolution. This is why we talk about how important it is to separate money from, uh, money from state or humanity will never be free. These things will continue to happen. Why? Because no one's better than their incentives. Phil? So, yeah, as you were going through that story, um, I, thought, I thought it was really amusing. If we zoom out, right, he essentially, um, the president wanted people to hold the ruble, okay? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, wait, uh, the lira. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Russia. He wanted them to hold the lira, okay? And the people instead went out and bought dollars, Bitcoin, and gold. So what that tells you is it's a problem of faith. Right. There is a problem of faith. They these people, the people do not trust the governments. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. They don't trust the governments, but the governments are demanding that trust. So this is interesting. Right. I think this goes back to and I know it seems kind of like, you know, a, a little bit hokey, but, you know, um, people who res people respect people who respect themselves. It's kind of the same thing with the government. Right. The people see that the emperor wears no clothes. They see that the government doesn't give a shit about their best interests. So why the hell are these people going to, quote unquote, impoverish themselves in order to supposedly keep the financial system alive? Dude, it is... Like, what are you talking it about? It is sickening. It's like and, they breached that trust because they printed more money that, that was responsible. And then when they fuck up, the state completely gaslights them and says, no, 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 We still need to fuck you because you're, you're not actually allowed to save in the money that's actually going to keep value. That, that was the next piece I was going to bring up. I'm oh, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's I'm okay. But I got I, riled up. I got well, riled up. I'm totally riled up. I'm like, so wait a second. But then, but then they go and they save in the U.S. dollars and then the government goes and punishes them nope. for as in the... As individuals wanting to store their value in dollars. They will literally steal it from your bank account yeah. and automatically convert it to the Turkish no, shitcoin. Who like, does the dude, government work for, Nico? Who's dude, the government supposed to work for? That's the what people. I'm saying. It's Who not, does it, it work and for? And it will never work for the people <laughs> as long as they control the money. Period. And this is why Bitcoin has to win. Or, uh, uh, like, if it doesn't... More wars, more of this bullshit. The incentives are just not aligned. But anyways, Phil, there was an open source software release today. I wanted to tell everybody about it. Software releases brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out, cyphersafe.io. 
Guys, you can't just store your seed on a piece of paper. It doesn't just work like that. It can burn up. Someone else can take it and write a grocery list on it. Store your seed in the cipher wheel or the all-new cipher grid. They both come with a tamper-resistant wire, but the grid also comes with a punch tool. We've got Join Market Web UI version 0.0.5 that was released that is down below in the show notes. Guys, don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. And if you want to stream us sats, yes, you can stream us sats, fountain.fm through the Breeze Wallet. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. All right, guys, that was our show. Before we go, I want to give a very special shout-out to our awesome sponsor, RepresentLTV.com. Phil and I wear the hoodies every single day. They're super comfy, and you can take advantage of the link down below to get 10% off anything off the RepresentLTD.com store. Guys, that was our show. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button! And of course, you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news from the police pleb perspective and the catastrophic fails from the central planner shit coiners all of the above definitely consider subscribing to simply bitcoin and we'll see you tomorrow guys for a brand new episode you're either for the money spigot or you're for bitcoin